Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and joining me today, I've got a hip-hop artist who uh, dropped a new song um, earlier this year. It's called Can We Talk? Um, yeah, he uh, he was on a musical hiatus for a while, is my understanding, but he's uh, back with the vibes. And uh, I'm excited to get to know him, talk about his music, his artistry, and why he does what he does. Uh, Raymond Sams, a.k.a. Vicious Fan Flow, welcome to the show. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Uh, that was a nice intro. Uh, definitely was on a little bit of a musical hiatus for sure. But, you know, just like everybody else, you got things that be going on and it's just getting everything in order. Uh, when, for me, music really is a passion. So it's just like when I do roll it out, I want it to be right. I've put music out before necessarily without not a whole campaign and things like that. And it's just taking my time, being more a little bit more cautious with it too. And, you know, always want to keep in control of that. That's why it's kind of hard to like let other people in with the creation sometimes. Pretty sure you know how that goes. So, yeah. yeah, totally. And we'll definitely, um, we'll get into that. Um, but to start, man, uh, how's your day going? Uh, today is great. It's a beautiful day. It looked like it's really like the last day of summer. It's nice. If uh, anybody catching this, you know, I definitely want you to get out here. As soon as I'm done here, I'll definitely uh, go out and see the city a little bit. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, yeah, I got work shortly after this. So uh, unfortunately, I oh, will man. not be able to bask in the, um, the last minute uh, summer energy. But, you know, that's okay. I I need some money. So... <laughs> I'm about to go work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's how that typically goes for sure. Yeah, you gotta figure out something. I'm also very ready for fall too. Like, um, I, yeah, like I don't know. I'm ready for hoodie season, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I'm ready for it, but man, I didn't feel like we got a real summer, so I'm like, ah, ah. I wish we had a little bit longer, but it's about that time though, for sure. Yeah. That's yeah. the time a lot of people lock in, too. Like, just focus. Yeah, totally. Summer was just, like, a totally, like, obscure idea this year because, A, like, you know, quarantine just got us, like, got everything kind of put on the back burner. Plus, I mean, just injustice after injustice. Like, it's hard to really focus on, like – you know, enjoying the, the, the tranquility of summer. Like, it's just, it's, we're living in really heavy times and it's all, it's felt like it's all come crashing down us, crashing down on us at once. Yeah, I, I definitely can agree with us in a minute that, uh, with everything that's going on. But sometimes you do still got to take that moment just to like smell the roses, like really just appreciate the little things that you can actually be thankful for with yeah. the world crashing down around you. That's kind of how you got to find that peace. Like that inner peace has been so important. So, yeah. especially with everything going on. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, definitely, I agree. Um, so, so uh, vicious fan flow. What we talk about a Mister Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion and creativity. And um, so, this is our first real official meeting. Um, but we've been connected on social media for a while now. Um, yeah, yeah, we covered one, your song earlier this year on Breaking and Entering. And, um, yeah, I, you know, I, I just love getting to know, like, the new artists that, you know, I'll find, like, um, just through pouring over Milwaukee music, and mm -hmm. um, you were definitely one of them this year, so 
before we talk about um, uh, everything now, let's talk a little bit about when music first became a creative outfit for yourself. When did it all start? Uh, for me, it started high school. Like, uh, I used to write poetry. Um, so I guess music was like the next transition out of that. And then at the time, like I said, it was just more expression. That's kind of how I ended up with the, the vicious name because it was like, it was more just expression. So I'm more of a, people that know me, I'm a, I'm a nice person more or less. So like that was the release of my aggression. You know what I'm saying? You do need those outlets. Oh, yeah. I became Kid Vicious and then over time, like being an artist, you know, you go through stages and evolutions. And then eventually I got to Vicious Van Flow, which really was a play on uh, Vincent Van Gogh because I use my words to paint. So, you know. That's tight. I, that's creative. I like that. Um, yeah. Similar to you, like, I feel like I'm a nice guy, obviously. And this right. Guy, but, <laughs> but same like sometimes i feel uh, like i'm not so mr nice guy i mean know? but you know as people we have that duality within us like you know it's balanced within us so you know nobody's completely one way or the other um that's why sometimes like you got to look for the good and bad people and you also got to see the bad and good people and just you know really be aware of certain things especially even with yourself as well like you can't deny that you have certain aspects of yourself that are probably less desirable you know Oh, yeah, definitely. And that's exactly why we explore love and fear on this show. Um, it's, you know, they're, they're the two most powerful forces in the world, you know, like everything can boil down to love and fear. And even when we try so hard to act out of love for the rest of the world, like, you know, it can be easy to um, succumb to fear and act out in fear. And that can kind of that can bring out the more, um, you know, not so glamorous parts about ourselves. And, you know, I'm, and, and that's okay. You know, like we are imperfect creatures and uh, like, and, you know, creating like in your case, music, in my case, you know, like storytelling and doing this podcast is like, you know, that's how we make sense out of the world and how we, you know, put those complex emotions into, you know, something that other people can connect with too. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. Um, everything that you just said, and just go back a little with, with what you said, like that being uh, imperfect, like per, to be completely honest, perfection is kind of a lie. Because if you have no room to improve to get better, that's a flaw within itself. So there's never a such thing as perfect when you really think about it. Yeah, yeah, it's a fallacy. Yeah, but uh, but no, I definitely, uh, like you said about love and fear, I completely understand that dynamic. And that's kind of like where I've been at with music too. It's like when I first started off, it was more like the Wayne era, everybody wanted bars. So it was just so focused, cause you know, just I'm just thinking of the most craziest thing I can say. But then like going through that transition and becoming more of an artist, I guess, um, I got into one and telling stories and having a little bit more emotion behind it or understanding or you know actual sense behind it make it a little bit more real and personable to me so I touch on love a lot because uh honestly I don't feel like we have enough love in the music sometimes like you know the messages that are kind of like broadcasted abruptly subliminally it's not necessarily in a basis of love and understanding and you know things like that so yeah but definitely the balance of love and fear like you were talking about fear will keep you 
will make you compromise love or do something different just because, you know, and whatever that fear may be, fear can be, it can go in so many different ways, just like love. They really are. I never thought of them being like the opposites because you always think love and hate, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, but hate can even be broken further down into fear, definitely. Like, um, you know, we hate, we, we, hey, we hate, understand, like, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we, yeah, um, totally. So, um, so you said you started kind of like in the Wayne era, like in those high school for you. Um, so, um, what, uh, yeah, what did kind of like um, your uh, your music career look like back then? Like, were you um, were you doing uh, performances? Were you dropping tapes? I say high school. No, I mean I put songs out here and there, um, but you know I mainly rap with my guys. Same ones I still mess with. Shout out to S. Scott, everybody, Jay. Oh yeah, King Verna. KID, even though he ain't dropped Zoe, even though he's back deployed. Shout out to everybody. But um, yeah, just making songs with my guys. Like it was really like it, like I said, it was an outlet, it was expression, it was like camaraderie there, you know. That was like got some of our fondest moments rapping in a closet. So uh but yeah. So but that's kind of like I said, that's where it really started at for me with the Wayne era. Um, but then like once you get you know, then we got out of high school, everybody go their separate ways, people went to college, so you kind of branched off and you do your own thing, and that's really where I feel like a lot more of my artist development took place, is when I was outside of that actual collective, and then it was like, what do you want to talk about? What do you want to create? What do you want to make? Instead of being, oh, well, Ray, hop on this song, or oh, could you do this hook, or could you, you know, so. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, so um, what did it take for you to kind of like, step into your own like as in terms of like what you wanted to do with the music um it just was something that was consistent for me like uh the thing was like everybody has ups and downs and times that they go through things but one thing that's always been consistent for me and i said to this day is that the music's always good to me life's shitty my music's good life's good yeah. music's good like it, you know it was always a consistent for me that sometimes was my you know what i'm saying like i said your outlet your expression that was my little peace of mind, little place where I can just go, I can say whatever I need to say. And like I said, if I never put another song out for anybody else to hear, I'll probably always do music just because it's personable to me, so. Yeah. But um, back to touch on when you were talking about performances and stuff, like definitely in high school, like I said, it was more just like just making songs and putting them out. We didn't, I didn't really do no performances until 2015, I wanna say. Mm. about 2015 and it was just a process like you know you could do like open mics and stuff like that but when you first starting to put music out it's a little bit harder to get into showcases and performances and this that and the third nobody knows you nobody's heard a song nobody's that so networking it took a lot of networking actually even get to that yeah. point i actually put a project out in 2016 it's a vicious world but you know at that time everybody wasn't necessarily uploading all dsp so it was only on soundcloud um yeah so, but you know, that's still up there. Uh, but then I, I put a couple songs out 2018 and then 2019 was pretty much uh, quiet. Just a lot of stuff going on, a lot of turmoil, trends. I moved a couple times during that period. This was a lot of stuff going on. And then also for me, like I said, I'm 
at this point, a lot more of the music that I make is like based to reality. I mean, of course, sometimes I'm just rapping, like just to PA, you know, just rapping, but yeah. you know, you got to live life to have some experiences. So oh yeah, so sure. that process, but yeah. I've been making music the whole time, even though I don't put nothing out and people are upset with me about that, but sorry. Sorry. I yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, I mean, but at the end of the day, I mean, you know, you got to do that internal maintenance on yourself for sure. Like, you know, I, I took a break from the show too, you know, so, you know, those, those periods are crucial. Um, so, um, your return, um, this past year, um, tell me about, um, when you like, when did you know, like you were ready to, uh, kind of get back into the scene and dropping stuff? Um, so, uh, more or less, it was just the particular song. Like I was working, uh, shout out to, uh, cuts also Jay Hart. I think he actually just put a project out. It was like, uh, what happened to robot Jones? I think he just put that out like a week ago or so. Oh yeah. Yeah. He did message me about that. Thanks for reminding yeah. me. Yep. Um, I'm going to check that out. Um, but yeah, we were just, um, he, we had had a long, we were supposed to have been linked up making a song or whatever, like getting some production from him. And then I finally reached out to him again. He sent me a beat and it just inspired me just, and then like the nature of the song, like you heard the can we talk, it felt like a formal introduction. So it was like, I said, I've been making music this whole time. And it was like, well, this feels like a good introduction coming off of that pause without hearing no music. So it just kind of, you know, and then it was a track, uh, just the sample, the track that it was sampled. You know, it's a feel-good track. Everybody loves that song. Next song comes on, you know, all ages, everybody, I don't care. It's a feeling. It's a vibe. So, Totally. Yeah, yeah. So, dope. Um, so, uh, tell me about that song, Can We Talk? Like, what was kind of, like, you know, your idea behind the song and, like, what, just, like, you know, the message you wanted to carry? um more or less like just putting a modern take on that particular situation it's just like a you know what would happen nowadays if it was like a can we talk you know like you, you see somebody you don't know them but you know you see them seeing you it's one of those kind of things mm-hmm. so that's what's like hey me and locked eyes on the walkthrough from that moment i'm the one you need to talk to you know sometimes you just have that body language tells you everything you'll you'll go and be in a situation you don't share a word with a person but you're all kind of in that same space so there's like a, a, a kind of like a tension in the air sort of yeah exactly oh yeah i like the best feeling in the world you know because it's like you know you, you don't like it's funny because it feels so exclusive too because it's like y'all don't know but we know like <laughs> yeah yeah you can kind of just like read the vibes in the air yeah i mean uh energy is uh you know in the vicinity is is a very real thing definitely um totally uh yeah man that's i like that vibe a lot so um but then yeah like naturally you, you're gonna want to act on it at some point and be like yo like who are you, <laughs> you like, yeah, it's like I, I can't just do the googly eyes all night so <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah mm. luckily like when um yeah, usually once you like kind of you know Get your drink on a little bit, then it becomes a lot easier. Oh man, I'm a, I'm a, I turn into a different person. Right. Yeah. So, you know, you turn into your, your true self a little bit. Right. Suddenly, you like, know, when suddenly, you're, uh, 
shit just feels smooth. Like all this, I just like, I don't worry about it. It just kind of like happens. I mean, I just was always a person that believed in like doing the correct thing. It's just kind of like the way I was raised. So, you know, when you get off liquor, you just kind of do a little bit more of what you want to do instead of what you feel like is necessarily always the right thing to do. So. Right. Which, you know, I mean, you know, you still got to moderate it, of course, you know, you still got to, you got to, you got to be in control of yourself, but you know what I'm saying? You get a little bit looser. It's like, you know, and then everybody is in that space a little bit looser. Like, you know, some people, if you catch them in the middle of the day working their nine to five, they're going to be very uptight. If you get them after hours, after a couple of drinks, they're a whole different person. They're the same person though, but you being in that different space, you have to move a certain way. You have certain responsibilities, like, you know, it's a certain level of scrutiny and then, you know, being a little drunk and in a club, having a good time or at the bar, just out, you know. Right. Then, then inhibitions just loosen up, you know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, no, like, totally. I I get that exactly. Like, yeah, like you said, I mean, there's still boundaries in place, of course. But if you can just, like, you know, you kind of just let some of that, like, anxiety go. And you just, like, you know, feel everything just feels organic. Yeah, and I'm all about having, I like things natural. I don't like anything forced. Yeah. Once we got, like, like it gets to be in a forced feeling, I kind of, like, I back off. Right. right. That's exactly why, um, you know, that's why I love to drink on the show, like, especially with, like, people, like, I'm, like, I feel like I could be comfortable with, but, like, I still want to, like, get loose so that, like, I'm not as, like, nervous. Um, you know, it's, like, because, you know, it's just, uh, it's a catalyst for being comfortable. Definitely. Um, so, uh, so, that being said, like, um, since then, what have you been working on? Um, since then, I've been working on the Hopeless Romantic Project. I don't want to go into too many details of what I got planned, but it's a lot of people that have been like anticipating that particular project for some time. So I've been just making sure that it's something special. I do want it to make sure it's like really going to be a statement piece for me, like really more of a coming out part. Like I said, I dropped a project in 2016, but I really want to do this one right. Um, so I got that. I actually have some more music that I'll probably put out before y'all get that because just what of everything that I'm trying to do with it. Um, but like I said, just sorry I procrastinate, but I got a lot, but I have a lot of content also. So then like I got to the point where I never stopped making music. I stopped putting music out, but I never stopped making music. Yeah. So now I'm at a point where I'm kind of deep into my vault. Like I was actually going over with one of my guys with KID and I'm playing them songs and then we, we sitting there for maybe like an hour or so. And he was like, right. He's like, what? He was like, you just played me like three projects. I'm like, huh? He was like, see, you too deep in your vault. You got to put some music out. And I'm like, I hear you, but see what the, I'm trying to do is, and then, you know, but it's so uh, I do plan to release, but also that was also part of my hiatus too. I wanted to have enough material to be consistent when I did come back, like for everybody that's been waiting on me, hits me up about the music, ever told me you listen to a song, enjoy the song. I really do appreciate you and I want to make this something special. So just bear with me a little longer. Word. Yeah. Hey, you know, uh ultimately whenever it feels right for you, you know, like uh let it out into the world for sure. Why is it called the hopeless romantic? Um, I can give you a little bit of that. So it was just like me I'm that's kind of me like I'm just that kind of person I always believed in love 
like you know like real love like um not just lust not just you know and the project itself kind of like to give you just a little bit of where I'm going with it it's more or less about that sometimes you go through those situations those relationships and they don't necessarily end the best and then once you remove from yourself from that situation you start to change and you do things a little bit differently because it's like you know you reevaluate yourself after a relationship and then sometimes you're not in that space to be trusting or go back into that space with another person so you're a certain way and then you know you go through your phase you kind of just enjoy yourself but then we also, you know, if you're really a romantic, you find somebody that you want that bond with again. And you have to go through that transition of getting yourself back to that person that you were before, whatever took place and dealing with those emotions that happened, whatever took, you know. And so I do touch on things like that. And that's not necessarily something that most artists would really do. But I feel like it's important because like you were saying, love, we need more love out here. Like it's okay to love a woman you know what I'm saying? Not saying I know being like a sucker or anything, but like actually love a woman, be a man and be in a man's place and, you know, stuff like that. And also everybody has, you know, done some things that they probably shouldn't have did. So there's tales about that too. Like, you know, so it just touches on a lot of those different aspects, but a lot of it is all based around love. Yeah. Finding love, expressing love, some that line between love and lust. Right. Recovery that you go through, you know, recovering from past situations. So. learning also to act out of love even when like you know you're struggling to like receive it yourself like that's a big part of it too that's a big part of it too like uh most people that know me like uh, you know i'm a i think and what i've been told i'm a very nice person and i have a light about me and always that's something that i focus to maintain like you know what i'm saying always being positive there's so much negativity out of there it's so easy to be negative. Misery loves company. Why not be positive? So it's like, and then sometimes you're, I'm not feeling the best too, but you got to give it that extra push to still put that positive energy out there. The law of attraction is real. You can't put out negative the entire time and then, oh, what is me? Why is this happening? Some of that you have to set, uh, take accountability for. And, oh, yeah. uh, and that's like the big thing with us as people. I don't think that we really accept our divinity because we kind of, all control whatever's going on out there we all made that we all co-created that so we have to accept more responsibility that we're actually influencing what's out there in the world so yeah yeah we we all have a role to play like we all, yeah we all play a part um especially us as men you know it, but it's so weird because sometimes, right, like right now, it don't, some men just don't know how to be men, don't want to be men. I just, it's, it's different right now. It's, it's definitely a different time. Like, right. Us men are, you know, a lot of us have been conditioned to just feel threatened when, like, they feel like your power is getting taken away. They think or, that by holding them, themselves accountable for being shitty or being problematic like you are getting something like taken away from you but it doesn't have to be that way it's just like no you know it's like accountability is you know one of the single most powerful things you can do you know and 
because it kind of gives you that power back over the situation. Like, you know what I'm saying? When you're acting out of control or you're acting out of order and then you choose not to acknowledge it, you just keep reinforcing that. And it seems right. like if you don't accept something, you constantly end up in a loop where you just deal with it again and again and right. again and again. And that's why you got to get to that part where you kind of mature and it's like, okay, well, some things I played a hand in and what can I do differently to avoid that? And then you'll notice you'll start going in a different path often. So. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Man. Well, um, who are you working on with on this project? Um, I, I can't even say for certain, like I said, it's, it's a lot of music that I've amassed over the time. So I don't want to say that so-and-so oh, yeah, sure. on this project and then, you know, I don't want that, that whole situation, but. Um, definitely looking still, because uh, I have songs that, you know, sometimes you'll be wanting a feature, don't know the perfect person, or you'll throw a song out there and they're not able to do it at the time, or, you know, whatever may take place. So there's certain songs that still need verses. So, I mean, there's still quite a few artists that I do want to work with, but once I sit on something so long, eventually I start doing extra verses to it and extra bridges and figuring out what else I want to do with the song. So. I, it's it's hard to say at this particular time. Um, the only person I know for certain that would be on it is uh is uh James Tatum. He does like a lot of the my recording for me, engineering. Like he's amazing. Uh, he's also great with production and his voice. You know, everybody that's listened to James Tatum's music already knows. So just throwing that out there, shameless plug. Of course, I'm always gonna put him on, but I know he's gonna be on a project at some point there. But. Awesome. That's dude. only like a hundred percent definitive. I mean, like, cause he's an engineer, so of course he has background or something he's going to do. But yeah, word. But hey, that's okay. you know, uh, that makes it even more exciting for the drop. You know, the the um, the players get revealed, like you know, and yeah, and gotta, you know, gotta have some hidden characters, a little mystery. I gotta, right. gotta keep y'all intrigue after all this time. I can't give y'all everything for it. So, right, right. It's like the locked characters in the video game, you know, like you gotta wait until you you know you get to know who they are. Um yeah, man. So uh well awesome dude. I appreciate you making time to talk to me today. Uh tell, talk a little bit about your perspective and you know, like you know, like your approach with music and just kind of what you've been um what's been on your mind lately. Uh yeah, you you do like it sounds like you just have i mean a genuine love for the craft but that you know you kind of just believe in uh um the manifestation of it all um and uh, yeah and you also just you do sound like a really nice dude so i love i love talking to nice guys on mr nice guy so Thanks. I appreciate it, man. No, I definitely enjoyed the conversation. We have to link outside of just a Zoom call, too. Like, you know, for this yeah. to be our first interaction, great. Like, <laughs> Certainly. Yeah, we absolutely will. Uh, once uh, shit kind of, you know, gets somewhat... Uh, Semi-normal, like, yeah. Yeah, is... whatever that even means these days. But at some point, we will. We definitely will. So as on our way out here... Um, Vicious Van Flow. Tell me what keeps you up at night. Um, what keeps me up at night? To be honest, man, everything keeps me up at night. I'm not a, I don't, I'm not much of a sleeper. I get maybe like four hours of sleep. My mind is constantly working. I think about a little bit of everything. I got, you know, personal stuff going on, everything going on in the world. Uh, 
I'd be up late night watching anime sometimes. <laughs> like, um, everything keeps me up at night. But really what bothers me is just like, the older you get, you just recognize that there's one thing you can't get back, time. Yeah. And it's, it, it gets to the point where you even start to think like, is me working the job that I work even worth the time that I have to give them? Like, I know you get paid by the hour and it's just like, well, what, if, what would I, else would I be doing with that time? Money's not even the most important asset, time is. The time that you put into one of your crafts could pay you a lot more than what you're getting paid an hour. The time that you get to spend with somebody that might not be there later is gonna be more valuable than that whenever they're gonna pay you an hour. And it's just like, lately, that's what's been heavy on my mind is time is the one thing, it's constantly running, you can't buy any more of it and you cannot get it back. And that's why it's like, like I was saying earlier, sometimes just take the moment to just smell the roses, just enjoy everything around you, be in the present moment. I know the world is crazy. I know you got bills you got to pay. You got, everybody got something going on. Sometimes just take a moment and breathe and just really appreciate like being in the present moment, having life, like being here. It's not all bad. It's yeah. not all bad. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, especially, like, I keep saying this, like, it's it's felt, this year's felt real mortal, you know, like, we don't know what's going to happen next, and... Uh, Man, I feel like it, it really showed us our mortality, and sometimes yeah. as people, we forget we get to these places, we're important, or we feel a certain way, we feel invincible, and I feel like this year has showed everybody that you are a mortal man. Right. And some people have reacted one way. Some people have reacted the other way. Some people have made them feel more humanitarian. Like, well, damn, I'm just a person just like that's just a person. And, and I wish that that was the approach a lot more people took with, like, everything that's going on. Like, just can we just look at people as people yeah. and really recognize some of the problems that we have going yeah. on and address them as a collective? Because the only way we can solve anything is together. Certainly, yeah. Uh, man that's that's some truth right there um what puts you to sleep though my girlfriend my baby hey <laughs> shout, shout out the baby of course shout out jelly <laughs> uh, man that's that's nice um good shit man I'm, sounds like you've really been Sounds like you have a he healthy balance of a lot of things. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Like most people that know me, I'm like a workaholic. But some things have taken place where I have some more time just to smell the roses, and I'm happy. I'm I'm happy. I'm genuinely just happy. Everything going on around me, the world is crashing. I understand it does make me feel away, but I'm still holding on to a certain happiness right now. So totally. Yeah. Thank you for being on the show. Appreciate oh, it. thanks for having me, man. Yeah. Um, for everyone watching, I uh, will be staying tuned to Vicious uh, Fan Flow and his output uh, in the months to come, uh, whenever it feels right, of course. Oh, and, yeah. and then, uh, I was going to say one more thing. Uh, yeah, y'all can follow me. Uh, Facebook is Raymond Sams. I do have an artist page at Vicious Van Flow as well. My Instagram is viciousflow414. Um, and then I'm on all streaming platforms as well. Titles, Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, some overseas stuff. You know how distributors do. Vicious Van Flow and everything. Stream, can we talk in the meantime? Thank you. Yeah, man. Well, thank you, Brock, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time.